Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Teenage influence. What are the influences on teenagers today? What's the power of the influence of friends? What's the power of the influence of the TV, movies, shows that they watch? What's the power on their lifestyle and how they behave and the behavior patterns in which they engage? Let's take a look at our teenagers and their vulnerability for addiction. Okay? Now, two studies I'd like to just refer to. is two research studies that have just come out and I think are quite profound. And we as parents and we as adults need to really take a look at the influence that um, we have directly and indirectly on our teenagers. And what are the influences on our teenagers? And what can we do about it? So, our teenagers are vulnerable. They're vulnerable for addiction of various kinds. And if you're vulnerable, addic- if you're vulnerable for addiction of one kind, you're vulnerable for addiction of another kind. And then on to another kind. Addiction is a pattern of behavior. It isn't just unity. It isn't just a unifying thing of one uh, area of addiction. Addiction usually is spread, it's progressive, it includes several types of addiction and several forms of addiction. So when we walk down the path of addiction, we're walking into great trouble as a teenager. Now, take a look at one study that was conducted, and it was published in the uh, Journal of the American Medical Association for Pediatrics. And uh, what they did is they surveyed 10,000 United States teenagers who were in the age range of 12 to 17. And then they looked at the teenagers uh, relative to their smoking, cigarette smoking behavior. None of them were cigarette smokers. None of them. Okay? However, they then looked at the subgroup of people who did not smoke cigarettes, but they smoked e-cigarettes or vapor cigarettes or they chewed tobacco, or they were involved in some other form of of, uh, smoking, such as the hookahs, and um, various other tobacco products, but they were not smoking cigarettes, okay? And then they compared that to a group of students who did not at all smoke anything. So we have those that smoked nothing, no, no tobacco product, and we had those that smoked kind of a alternative product. We call them e-cigarettes or vapor cigarettes primarily and tobacco products such as chewing tobacco and the hookahs. Okay? Then they followed these kids for four years. And over the four years at three different times they asked them what their behavior was like and um, what kind of influence this might have had on them. And here's what they found over a period of time. That almost 5% of the teenagers overall started cigarette smoking. 5%. So if you take a look at teenagers today, about 5% of the population will smoke cigarettes. That's kind of what their study, you know, found. However, those that smoked e-cigarettes or used chewing tobacco or hookahs over time Almost 20% of them went on to smoke 
tobacco or cigarettes. So here's what we have is that we have the conventional cigarette being smoked by 20% of the population if they had exposure to a previous form of smoking or tobacco such as chewing tobacco or vapor cigarettes. So in other words, vapor cigarettes are a gateway to real cigarettes, to the deadly cigarettes. Everybody says, well, smoke the e-cigarette because it's safe and you won't have all the harmful health effects. Well, 20% go on to smoke regular cigarettes and then experience all the harmful effects of cigarettes. So it's a gateway drug. Vapor cigarettes, a gateway drug. And it just opens the door to a very dangerous drug, which we now know as tobacco cigarettes. Okay? So it's not the panacea that we thought. And other studies have shown that if you want to stop smoking cigarettes, and if you go to vapor cigarettes or e-cigarettes instead, you soon go back to the cigarettes. You go back to the regular, traditional tobacco cigarette. So e-cigarettes is all just another way of smoking. And it's a gateway to the real cigarette that is the dangerous one and the health one for all of us. So, in other words, there's influence there. So don't fool yourself, and don't let your kid be fooled by just using the kind of an e-cigarette or a vapor cigarette. That will open the door very quickly. Okay, now, that's one study. Here's another study regarding alcohol use. It was published in the Journal of Psychology of Addictive Behavior. And they took a 1,000 students, and over the course of four years, determined what movies they watched. And then they looked at each of these movies relative to the degree of which alcohol was used or consumed within the movie. So in other words, they rated the movies for alcohol content. And then they checked with these students over four years to see which ones actually engaged in alcohol consumption or were willing to uh, drink alcohol if it were offered uh, alcohol at a party or in a social situation or whatever. And what they found is that the more a student was exposed to alcohol in a movie, the more likely over time will that teenager begin using alcohol if it was offered by a friend. In other words, it's a precursor Watching a movie with alcohol in it is a precursor to the actual use of alcohol. In other words, it's an influence on these kids. Their attitudes were formed in their early life. Now, these, these kids were young kids, okay? And uh, they were all in the teenage years of 6th, 7th, 8th, and ninth grades. So what's 6th? They're about 11, 12 years old and on up into about 15, 16, 17 years of age. So we have the same population of kids that we just mentioned about the tobacco. We have the same group of kids that if they watch alcohol being consumed in a movie, they're much more likely to consume it if they were offered it in a social group by a friend. So 
it's a positive influence on them. It's actually a negative influence, but it's positive in the sense that it leads to a behavior pattern. It opens a door to a new behavior pattern. and just takes the uh, opportunity for a kid to have alcohol offered. And if he's been watching a movie with alcohol, he'll start consuming. And of course, we know that once a kid starts consuming alcohol, it's like cigarettes. Once you start consuming, it's quick to become addicted. Quick to become addicted. We know this with marijuana. A month use of alcohol, pardon me, a month use of marijuana, a month use of marijuana, a couple times a day or a couple times a week will lead to addiction. It's all it takes is about a month. And we have an addictive behavior pattern established. So whether it's cigarettes or whether it's alcohol or whether it's marijuana, it doesn't take long for the addictive pattern to set in. And all it takes is some kind of an influence that doesn't necessarily be peer influence. We always think, well, it's peer influence, peer influence. It's not necessarily. Here we don't have peers. We have movies with alcohol in it. Even adults using alcohol. They just It's the alcohol itself that is seen and focused on by these kids. And um, these kids watch it and then more likely use it if offered. So there you are. The addictive opportunity for kids. And it's great. And once that addiction starts, those kids have great difficulty breaking that addiction and walking away from it. That addiction stays with them for life. Because once you get addicted, you can become re-addicted very quickly if you stop in between. So... It's kind of like a body substance. Once it sets in, it's there. So your best answer is don't start. Don't go the path of addiction to start with. And it only takes about a month's time for the addiction to set in. And what we found out in this last study of alcohol is that the amount of alcohol consumed or the likelihood of alcohol being consumed was greater among the younger students the 6th graders, the 7th graders, and the 8th graders than the ninth or 10th or 11th graders. So the younger kids were more susceptible than the older teenagers. So just because you have a 6th grader or you have a junior high kid doesn't mean that you're immune from addiction influence. That kid is perhaps even more susceptible to the influence of addiction than if he's in... Ninth grade or twelfth grade or eleventh grade. So it's a early addiction issue that needs to be addressed. So parents, watch what your kids are watching on television. Watch who they hang around with as peer group. Watch if they're playing games with this idea of a vapor cigarette. And if they just somehow say, well, that's not a cigarette and I won't smoke and I won't now become addicted. Nonsense. It's an, it's an open door to addiction. So we need to be careful. We need to watch that. Parents need to monitor their kids, what they're doing, what influences are operating in their life, and intervene early, quickly, swiftly, and strongly. Okay? Well, anyway, nice to be uh, here today with you and for you to be with me on the podcast 
with a psychology report on addiction with teenagers today, okay? Go to my book, booksbyhedberg.com. You can get it in my website, booksbyhedberg.com, and then there is that book, Dr. Teach Me to Parent. Great book for this topic. Dr. Teach Me to Parent. We have some topics that will be helpful to you as a parent to deal with these kind of issues raised in your own family life with your kids. So I recommend that book, you know, to you. Okay? Bye for now.